Hello, I'm R.A. Spratt. I write and perform this podcast. If you'd like to support the show, I'm a children's author, so you can buy a book by me, or you can buy me a coffee by going to buymeacoffee.com slash stories R.A. Spratt. It's an easy way to make a small thank you gift to the show so I can keep kicking this can down the road. The podcast directory you're using right now should have a link to my Buy Me A Coffee page in the show notes, or you can type it into your browser. That's buymeacoffee.com slash stories R.A. Spratt. All contributions are gratefully appreciated. Hello and welcome to Bedtime Stories with me, R.A. Spratt. Okay, before we get into today's reading, I thought I'd give you an update on everything that's been happening here. It's been a busy week for me. Uh, first of all, Astonishingly Good Stories has gone on sale here in Australia, so you can get it from any bookstore if you are in Australia, or if you're overseas, you can order it from an online bookseller like Book Depository, and they ship internationally, so for free. So that's a good place to get it from. Uh, the other thing is, this week I finished writing Friday Barnes 11, which is called Friday Barnes Last Chance. So that'll be coming out in February 2023. I'll be spending the next few months working with my publisher to edit that book, but it's pretty exciting for me to get another one down. And that one's all set in Paris and involves the Mona Lisa. So it was a lot of fun to write. And I'm looking forward to being able to share that with you in early 2023. All right, I think that's it. Oh, I do have a theatre show coming up for people who are lucky enough to live in Sydney um, around Christmas time, but I'll give you some more details about that closer to the time. And I am organising something for people in Melbourne that will be in uh, late January 2023. So there are all the things that have been happening this week. As I say, it's been crazy busy. But that's enough of that. Let's get into the actual story, which is the reason we're here. So we're still reading The Pesky Kids 3, Stuck in the Mud. And now we're up to Chapter 13, The Course Master. Finn was sitting in maths class, really enjoying himself. He didn't care for maths. He was quite good at the subject, but there wasn't really anything to enjoy about algebra. Getting the answers right was nice, but it didn't make up for the boredom of painstakingly figuring them out in the first place. Finn was enjoying maths because April wasn't there. It was the third day of her suspension. Finn only truly appreciated how stressful his sister was on the brief occasions when she was absent. He was finally able to unclench. His stomach muscles did not have to be permanently tense waiting for a blow. His legs didn't need to be constantly ready to take evasive action to avoid her rage. It wasn't just that April got into fights all the time, but that she always drew him into them as well. And it's not like she expected him to back her up. She just seemed to have the attitude that if she was going to fight someone, she might as well fight him at the same time. The more, the merrier. So for Finn, sitting in a double maths lesson with his sister absent, felt the way most people feel about lying on a beach on a beautiful summer's day. It was like every single cell in his body could finally relax. He'd finished all his maths questions, so he closed his eyes to really soak up the calm while he could. Shark fin pesky, someone snapped. Finn's eyes flew open. His foot lost its grip on the table leg, and he toppled backwards, landing hard on his back. The class laughed. Sharkfin? Brad, the muscle-bound organiser of the Mad Mud Mud Run, was standing over him. That's me, said Finn. Brad looked like Goliath looming over him. Brad beamed back and held out his hand to help Finn up. 
It's a pleasure to meet you, son, said Brad. No way. Your name is Shark Finn? Kieran called out from the other side of the room. Yes, said Finn. Finn for short. What's wrong with your parents? asked Kieran. Why would they give you such a weird name? Did they hate you from birth? Having an imagination does not mean there's something wrong with them, said Finn. No, but Sharkfin isn't an imaginative name, said Animesh. It's just cruel. Your name is Animesh, said Finn. That's weirder. Not in India, said Animesh. We're not in India, said Finn. No, but 1.3 billion people are, said Kieran. That's 1.3 billion people who think his name is normal. There's no one who thinks Sharkfin is normal. Well, I, for one, am glad that Sharkfin is not normal, said Brad, putting his hand on Finn's shoulder in a paternal gesture. Huh? said Finn dubiously. The statement sounded like a complicit, half compliment, half insult. Because thanks to his extraordinary mind, this year's Mad Mud Mud Run is going to have the best course ever, announced Brad, smiling his incredibly white smile at the class. He had a strange way of talking, like he was addressing a large crowd through a microphone, even though he was just talking to a normal-sized room full of 24 teenagers. That's right. I'm here to announce that Sharkfin Pesky has won the design competition. The class half-heartedly began to clap, if for no other reason than the tone of Brad's voice made it clear he expected them to. Finn's mouth dropped open. He was astonished. This was good. Really, really good. Good things never happened to him. Now I bet you're all wondering, what does that mean? Continued Brad in his overly loud voice. He didn't pause for response. He clearly preferred to ask and answer his own questions. It means that you, he threw his arm around Finn's narrow shoulders. Brad's biceps were so huge, the weight of his arm practically made Finn's knees buckle, are in sole control of the build team. Yeah, but what does that mean? Asked Kieran. He was determined to be not impressed. It means that for the next three weeks, Sharkfin will have complete control over that digger. Brad spun around and pointed out the window. A bright yellow digger was slowly rolling across the school quadrangle. It was massive and shiny. The big bucket mouth would be able to lift a ton of dirt in each bite. To Finn, it looked beautiful. Awesome, exclaimed Finn. The rest of the class gasped in awe. Even Kieran nodded. That is pretty cool. You also get a bulldozer, a heavy roller, a crane, and a construction crew to work them, said Brad. And here, he reached into his pocket and took out a set of keys. These are for the quad bike you'll be using so you can ride out and meet with the construction crew each morning before school to give them instructions for the day. You are the course master. Brad handed Finn the keys. Finn's mouth opened and closed. He was speechless. He couldn't begin to think of appropriate words. Then an unexpected thought flitted into his mind. He wished Mum was there. She'd never noticed him as much as the others. He wasn't as big as Joe, and he wasn't as loud as April. Mum would have had to notice a big yellow digger. She would have been proud. Now he felt like crying because he was sad. But looking at the digger soon cheered him up. This was going to be so much fun. And that is the end of the chapter, so we'll leave it there. Until next time, goodbye.